Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of 527 Underground Podcast, where we talk about comic books and comic book related themes, including Star Wars, Star Trek, Harry Potter, anime, webtoons, and whatever crosses our minds. We are your host, Teddy Maria, and we offer two different points of views one of an avid collector, which is me, and the other as an excited fan, which is me. How you doing? Good, good. Good, good. So, so many things coming to my head right now, and um, let's just dive in. First off, top of my head, the Loki TV show. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> for I mean, first episode, like, wow. First of all, I couldn't wait to see it, and it premiered on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, and the funny thing was is that we usually will hold off before we watch anything. Right, we'll watch right. it on a and Sunday, Sunday right. be able to talk about it, and then have something up on the podcast. But this was like, no, we need to talk about this. We need to watch it the right. day that it actually comes out. With that being said, I think it was a phenomenal um, first beginning. I, I agree with you. First episode was was really good, really exciting. Delve a little bit more about his character, or rather what his wants was in the show um, for the most part. So it'll be interesting to see. I mean, there's really not that much to talk about, but what for me draws me to the show is the anticipation of what we're going to see how his character is going to develop uh, throughout this series i believe it's going to be a six episode story arc and i'm sure it'll tie into the movie somewhere further down the line i mean if the, i i feel that it was more like a therapy session <laughs> you know like he had to come right. to terms with all the things that he's done right hasn't done yet but right. will, will do, do even though he he has one perception because he hasn't lived out the, right. what the future loki what the present right. Loki is supposed to be going through right um but uh yeah like they he had to come to his own conclusion and he had a breakthrough mm-hmm. you know in a small uh therapy session that he had with that's the good. tva yeah that's good that's a really good uh that's a good analogy um trying to correlate the two between him and having his therapy session quote unquote i think that that that's really poignant and like yeah that's on point with what the show is going to uh display i think um but i i like the feel i like the flow of the show so far and for me this is his way of having a new beginning being that this loki variant quote unquote that they explained in the show can actually live his own life or t- or tell his own tale mm-hmm. he can't at this point no longer fits into the mcu or rather yeah into the mcu universe as we know it to be right now because everyone in the mcu the characters in the mcu involved know him to be dead well he's a branch so you know he, it's he is in the mcu just a new version of it right you know? right that is true you, you can't that really say true. well he's not in the mcu no he is he's very much so i mean i have a feeling that he's a may come come out in uh dr strange and the doctor strange movie yeah. right and possibly a thor movie as well i believe yeah, of course which they, which they say they fit they film uh finish wrapping a uh, principal photography but anyway that's another point i don't think i don't think he's done yet with you know he, he's gonna make his presence known still in the mcu um, I think when he made that that uh that thing, when he spoke to Thor when he was about to die, uh, um, yeah, and he's like, you know, this is not over yet. Right. You know, I'm Odin's son, and mm-hmm. blah blah blah. When he gave that speech, we all knew he was gonna come back in one yeah. way or another. That's true. And I have another theory about that, which I will not dive into it, okay. because what we're planning on doing is once the third episode comes out, we will dissect it, yes, um, even more fully. So we just wanted to let you guys know that. The first episode is definitely worth watching. Yes. Um, 
and you know i am looking forward to what else is going to come our way when it comes to that show Mm -hmm. but we'll definitely break it down a little bit further once the third episode comes out it'll be uh uh, it gives us enough enough information there right to see where the show goes and talk more in depth about the show but i agree with you i think like like you have just mentioned for our first episode it really it, it it really hits it uh it's it it starts off running. It starts the ground off running. It's doing very well, I feel. So yeah. I agree with you on that. So mm-hmm. uh, anything else that's come to your mind? Well, so I want to talk about New York Comic Con. Mm. You got an email too, didn't you? Yes, I did because we are considered legacy fans. Yeah. <laughs> so here's the thing. And I remember telling you guys that... Uh, I was going to inform you the moment that I get information about New York Comic Con. I was going to break it down for everyone so they can have an opportunity to decide whether they want to go to New York Comic Con or not or what to expect because uh, any show that has to do with Repop Mm -hmm. is going to be affected Mm -hmm. um, by what Repop is doing. And I don't mean it in a negative way. I'm just saying that any convention that Repop is in charge of is pretty much being linked with what's going to happen. I guess New York Comic Con is going to be the first... Uh, to see how comic book conventions are going to happen while we're still in the midst of COVID. True, true. And let's let, that is true as far as Repop is concerned. But there are other comic book conventions. No, absolutely. Place. I'm right. not talking about the other comic conventions. Yeah. I'm talking about the ones that are being run by, by Repop. Repop. Gotcha. So Great. that's why I'm being specific yeah. about you mm-hmm. know what's supposed to be happening. So mm-hmm. besides that, let me get straight to the point. Mm-hmm. So New York Comic Con supposed to take place between October 7th to October 10th, I 10th. think. 7, 8, 9. Yeah, 10th. Usually 14th. So, yes. Yeah. So, between October 7th and October 10th, um, they are not doing four-day badges um, at this present moment. Right. Um, why? Because they're trying to find a way to control the amount of people that are entering Jacob Javits. Right. Um, so, the best way to control it is actually to just sell a certain amount of badges per mm-hmm. day so right. if there you have and i'm just throwing numbers out it doesn't mean this is what they have but if they have like uh ten thousand badges to sell for thursday ten thousand for friday 10, right. and so on they can control the population mm-hmm. by that it may end up being less i'm just throwing All out right. a number and again we don't anticipate um that they'll have like they'll have that they'll have the uh venue at full capacity like you said well that's what um, i'm saying that's right. the that's their way of controlling the amount of people that are coming into jacob, jacob javits, javits by removing the four-day pass mm-hmm. and selling specifically a certain Individual. amount of number of badges per day right now you're totally welcome to purchase multiple badges you have up to 16 badges that you could purchase and i think four per category okay so there goes that um uh, okay, so the badges can only be purchased by legacy fans who were fan verified in 2019. Mm-hmm. So also keep that in mind. Um, by the time this podcast airs, uh, which will be uh, June 11th, because mm-hmm. I, I usually right, place right. it out on Fridays, right. um, there will be an email being sent to you from uh, show clicks. Right. And you need to fan verify for this now let me just make this clear for everyone if you are not planning to go to comic-con this year i still recommend that you fan verify verify regardless because this may affect you next Next year's comic-con right so please remember to fan verify it's important that you do so 
because if not they're going to end up using the numbers that they receive for this year for next year's sales right. and then those will be considered legacy fans for whoever fan verified this year right so please remember to fan verify even if you're not going to comic-con please right. remember to do so mm-hmm. um so Chris will be sending you an email to confirm it uh, or to update your fan verification account uh for 2021 um and just in case if you happen to have moved or changed anything in your profile please update Update. it if not Mm -hmm. what's going to happen is that they're going to end up taking whatever information is in the system and then just rolling it over so that means that if you are in the process of trying to purchase tickets and you can't find what you need to find or the e or the address is not set up correctly Mm -hmm. it's going to actually affect you right so please remember to do that um let's see what else okay let's see let's see see okay so fan verification on sale that's actually going to take place july, july. 11th at 10 a.m so badges go on sale on july 11th at 10 a.m if you're eligible for an on sale you will be able to buy badges for your friends and family who want to attend for the first time or haven't attended for a few years <laughs> and want to come back right. so that tells me one buyer to rule them all yeah so if you're fan verified and your homies are not you can actually purchase them their ticket send them an email or send, or attach it to them and right. then they can actually have the options of uh, they will be able to fan verify at that moment so it really doesn't make sense why they're making people stress out and fan verify if you're going to still give people the opportunity to fan verify the day of july 11th right i think unless it's going to be some type of tiered or queue system where the uh, people who fan verify already will have first dibs well that's what they're doing that's what they're saying that the legacy fans that fan verify in 2019 are the only ones that are able Mm. to buy tickets Mm -hmm. but yet it's like you know one ring to rule them all so it's one buyer to purchase for four tickets i'd say four tickets what 16 it's the maximum 16 yeah yeah so So, there you go you know it's like do what you will with it but yeah. it's it's doesn't it's like one thing is like well you need to be fan verified but you can buy for your friends that are not fan verified right right it's like it defeats the purpose you know but okay um so basically uh one buyer will will, will buy for everybody um and then they'll be prompted to create a fan verification account once the badges are purchased right right um so here are the prices these are Thursday through Sunday uh-huh. badges, um, and they're sixty dollars. So Thursday sixty, Friday, Friday sixty, okay. Saturday sixty, Sunday sixty dollars, right? Um, and those are actually like each and every day is sixty dollars. Which on um, which before I believe Sunday was one of the cheaper tickets. Sunday and I think Thursdays were the cheaper ones. Friday and Saturdays were always the. Uh, the most, most popular, expensive yeah. ones, right? And it was the ones that. Had but at some the point, they also increased the price on uh, on, Thursday. on Thursdays, yeah. and then Sundays yeah. was the cheapest ones, right, right? And then they will actually kind of sell the Sunday kids tickets at half price, right? right. And they're not doing that; they're also right. charging sixty dollars. Well, in, I mean, in a way, it kind of uh, offsets the overall, the you know, expensive price that we used to pay for Friday and Saturdays because everything's going to be sixty dollars. 
Um, how much was it? How much were the Friday and Saturday tickets in the past? They were sixty-five. It's not, 60 like that much oh, of a difference. So it's not that much. Oh my gosh, the yeah. math is all wrong. I'm here thinking that they were ninety. Well, I mean, the, years ago, you know, they they ranged forty-five, fifty-five, you mm-hmm. know, and stuff like that. That's and then true, it was like true. a bonus to buy a four-day ticket because you right. ended up saving. Saving, right? But that's not what's happening. Jeez, I miss those days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then they have a digital ticket. Uh, I guess so you could be able to see and access. Um, all four days of shows, so we'll be able to access uh, live video panels mm-hmm. streamed during the event for most major panel rooms, audio streams for smaller rooms, VOD acro- uh, access right. to the uh, recording, and 30 days uh, after the event access at NYC exclusive merchandise online. Right. So, yeah, and this is valid for one person, the, the, the digital ticket. Right. Let's but we don't, we don't know that one person can <laughs> yes. invite a whole slew of people exactly. to their house <laughs> exactly. and just watch it from there. But yeah, yeah, that's fine. So that's you know that's that's twenty. That would be twenty dollars for a digital ticket for each event. No, it's twenty dollars per person. Okay. So basically, if I purchase a twenty dollar digital ticket, mm-hmm. I'll be at home watching everything. Okay, so you'll be able to watch everything for that day taking place at Comic Con. It says for all four days. Okay. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's that. Now here's here's where it gets a little interesting. Okay. They came up with a with a thing called memberships. Oh yeah. So memberships, um, and I'm just gonna read from mm-hmm. what they wrote. Uh, we've been cooking up something new and exciting. Uh, for this year's, for our super fans, launching in late June, NYCC fans will be able to sign up for a Metaverse membership that gives you first access to NYCC badges, uh, photo ops and autographing tickets, and paid digital experiences, exclusive access to video content and celebrity panels, mm-hmm. an exclusive enamel membership pin, and access to exclusive NYCC merchandise online. Mm-hmm. Anyone can purchase the, meta- the Metaverse membership so make sure you spread the word mm-hmm. kind of like how we're doing right <laughs> um and anyone and this is the part where i was like what what yeah anyone who becomes a super fan has first access to a stress-free buying experience for two badges per type to new york comic-con 2021 between the launch date and july 8th until 11:59 p.m um more details coming soon check out you know the right. bottom four for membership. So basically, there's this chart that says fan sixty five a year, super fan ninety nine a year. year. Um, the super fan gives you access to exclusive pre sale for live events, tickets in NYCC, MCM, ECCC, and C two E two, which is basically the the uh, conventions that repop. Right. Is Manage. is yeah manages. So question this. So does that mean that if you're a super fan, so you're paying ninety nine dollars to become a super fan quote unquote and this will give you access to then buy badges no you don't necessarily need to have a membership to buy badges you could just be like everyone else wait until july 11th to buy your badges but what what i feel this does by them saying well you'll have a stress-free opportunity to buy these badges between the launch date and july 8th mm-hmm. what that does I feel it's like it's the last one in stock. Right. You better hurry up and buy it now when they probably have about twenty in the back. Which which we know that they will do and that will happen. But go but 
my question then becomes okay so you're paying $99 for the year for the year mm-hmm. to to then if you choose to want to physically go to the convention and buy those badges we'll have first dips to buy the badges again no 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 okay. no no what this does basically what they're saying is that if you get the year you you're keep you're be kind of like first in line right. to buy badges right. uh, for any of the conventions for I just happened to mention. all the conventions happen. Okay. Okay. Um, so basically what that means is that between the launch date of the Metaverse membership, mm-hmm. which is late in June, right. and up to July 8th, we have first dibs in buying tickets. Okay. Two per type. Right. So two that. for Thursday, two, two for, for Friday, right. two okay. for Saturday, and so on. Mm-hmm. So two per type. So we don't have to worry about it. We can just go in and buy our tickets and be good. Right. But the thing is that by them doing that, that's giving people in July 11th when they have to right. purchase their tickets a harder time because it may end up being sold out. Right, because right. there's going to be a whole bunch of people that are going to want to have a stress-free, quote-unquote, buying experience. Mm-hmm. And let's be real. Anyone that buys tickets for Comic-Con, it's not stress-free. We know. We know. Um, <laughs> And then, you know... It's like first dibs. So but, you're paying to be first in line. Right. But now what this also does too is this also gives people who have never gone to Comic-Con in a sense an opportunity uh, to... Because I don't, I don't remember hearing anything about fan verification. For um, the memberships? For the memberships. And that's what I'm saying. Right. So I'm like, okay, so you're telling one side of... One, one group of people you have to be fan verified mm-hmm. as of 2019. And then right. you can buy your friends and family tickets for right. them. And then there's another side that's like, well, if, you just if pay you're a super fan and pay $99, you get first get, dibs to buy right, tickets. Exactly. And I'm like, well, how does that make sense? So, and then on top of that, you you want us, and I'm not trying to shit on on, on uh, New York Comic Con because right. I understand that they're trying to make this, I guess, as accessible um, as for possible. Everyone. Right. But the thing is that you want us to gamble $99 to purchase tickets and then you have yet to promote who's mm-hmm. going to be at Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. What panels mm-hmm. are, supposed, are supposed to be happening? Mm-hmm. Nothing's been announced. I went to their website and usually on their website you get to see yeah. who's going to be in Artist Alley, right. who's going to be on the panels, right. what kind of vendors are going to be there. So like that, you'd be like, you know what? It's worth me paying, paying this amount of money. Right, right. You know? And I mean, uh, side note here, but do we honestly think it's going to be in Artist Alley? I don't year? know. That's the thing. Yeah. So even if you're not going to buy the, the super fan thing, because mm-hmm. this is what I'm willing to do. And I, I, you know, I'm still just debating on whether I should do this or not. Okay. I'm going to see how the Superman, Superman, super fan <laughs> experience is. So, mm-hmm. yeah, will I go and purchase the the super fan thing? Mm-hmm. I'm going to do it just so I can have the opportunity to right. see if it's worth it. And I'm going yeah. to relay this information to everyone that's listening yeah. in on our podcast. Sure, sure. Because it's it's like I can't say, well, don't buy it, guys. Because right. if I don't buy it myself, right. how am I supposed to tell you guys whether it's worth it or not? Right. So yeah, fine. I'll take the hit of ninety nine dollars. But it's like, it's it's a it's a, it's a little bit of a mixed message because yeah. you haven't yet you have yet to tell us who's going to be there. Right. Is it worth me going through the trouble of paying ninety nine dollars on top of the fact that I have to buy individual tickets if I plan on going on all four days? So, right. you know, it's 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 hard, and yeah. I feel that they came up with this concept to, that you know they they're painting it like. 
this is great this is wonderful you can do this this is a nap but you're painting a picture without any colors the only <laughs> the only other way where this can actually become a value is if we were to go through all the events that repop is going to manage for the rest of the year whether it's c2e2 uh nycc um, MCM, and, and MCM ECCC. right and so yeah. on and so forth um i don't see that being physically possible because of our schedules and how everything not is only that we have to travel to go to and these we locations to, right. and we're not at that moment yeah. yet <laughs> exactly as so, much as i want us to be you mm-hmm. know the the podcasters that can get to travel and be invited to all these locations to see how it is and report back to to you guys we're not there yet we're still kind of kind of starting off and we have to use our own funds to get there so (laughs) but it'll happen though it'll happen yeah absolutely god willing it'll it'll get there um but yeah you know those are the things that i kind of noticed um about this so you know I just want to see if they're going to start dropping names in terms of vendors and what panels mm. and any artists or whatever right. are going to be there to see if it's even worth it. Mm. So just a reminder, just make sure, just to wrap this up, there's a lot of information that I know that I threw out at you guys. Um, but just remember to fan verify. Right, right. If Please, you, uh... if you, even if you're not going to Comic-Con this year, mm-hmm. Just to make sure that you have an opportunity to go to the one next year, right. please remember to fan verify just so you can have a place in line. Yeah. Um, really important to do so. Yeah. And that's pretty much it when it comes to Comic-Con. Make sure you go to their website, read up all the information that's necessary so you can make your decision as of then. I will most likely be buying the super fan membership and reporting back to you guys to see if it's worth the hype. Okay. okay. You know? So there right. you go. No, thanks for that. Really good information. A lot of stuff in there, but um really good information. So and then we'll follow up on that. Absolutely. All right. All right. Let's talk about bad idea. Bad oh. idea. <laughs> the comic book publishing company bad idea. Mm. Wow. Ah. Jeez, where to begin? So anyway, earlier hold during... On, hold on, hold on, hold uh, on. I'm taking a sip of my ah. tea. <laughs> I am taking a sip of my tea. Oh, Lord. Go ahead. Okay. So earlier during the week, uh, the company stated that they will come to an end. Um, <laughs> I know, I know. At the end of... two of tw- Excuse me, at the end of 2021, that is. Um, now, of course... The publishing company hasn't been without controversy with um, many of them like trying to come up with like ways of making their comic book comic books uh, scarce in a sense by only limiting the cer- uh, certain number of retailers that can yes. sell their yes. comics and so on and the so Yeezys forth. The Yeezys of comics. And, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and um, and you know, and having these retailers like enroll in a particular program where they had to sell the comic books at a certain price for the first month or so Mm -hmm. do you remember um and and all the and they had several other like imposing strict rules and what have you um but now let's see as of as 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 imposing strict rules about not selling uh copies for like over the cover price for a month after its release which saw them give really like two retailer lifetimes really because they only published two books two book series which was the ENIAC 
mm-hmm. and Tankers. They had a few other books that they still have not put out yet. So they're not gonna put them out, and they're just gonna stop publication. Like they're, they're going. They're, gonna... they're going. They've already. I think they're going. If they haven't done so by this podcast, they're going to announce the books that they are going to put out. But that'll be it for the rest of the year. So are they gonna come back? Uh, now here's the thing about this: the people behind um, the this company, they've been well, not that they've been known, but. The fact that they were behind trying to create this excitement and, and uh, make their comic books become rare, like that type of like a tactic, mm-hmm. if you will, who's to say that this is not a t- another tactic to try to bring up scarcity or even uh, value to the comic books? I don't know you if know? that's a smart tactic because it could blow up in their face. It's kind of like that that guy that wanted to create a. a a getaway fire or something fire it was like a fire and it wasn't called fire island but it was like oh you're talking about that that uh that party or whatever Is yeah that the, the party in the, the island in the island of hawaii in, in a, in that almost island. involved uh was it ja rule I yeah think it oh, i geez. think it was him or whatever yeah, yeah. but it almost the reminds scam. me of that that it's like well yeah. you know what come to this awesome <laughs> paradise and people are like we're stranded. Yeah. So they're oh, kind of doing that with their retailers. They're like, listen, oh, if you buy into this, you know, and they're making these 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 comic book shops mm. create, you know, t- mm. telling people you have to mm-hmm. promise you're gonna mm-hmm. buy all four mm-hmm. issues, and then you only come up with two, and you're like, eh, yeah, I don't feel like doing the rest. <laughs> yeah. You kind of just did that to your to your retailers. That's you know, crazy. So that's crazy. And, and the thing is, and I'm like. Okay, let's backtrack a couple of episodes mm-hmm. where I'm like gonna say right now, mm-hmm. I told you so, mm-hmm. because <laughs> it, it's great that they're trying to have the hype, but it kind of reminds me of George Lucas putting all these like, you know, demands on oh how on movie to, theaters. Yes, yes. <laughs> when it came yeah. up to like, episode one, yeah, episodes one of yeah. Star Wars, oh, Star Wars, where they're like, yeah. no, it has to have this type of sound. It can only yeah. be played in this kind it of theater. theater. Yeah. Oh so my gosh. <laughs> they just did the George Lucas of comic books. I try to. Oh jeez, oh jeez. Well, I mean, my gosh, what what will this do to this uh, to the comics um, within this publishing company? I mean. What will their value be? The the other day on Sunday, I got an opportunity to visit a couple of uh, comic book places, and Eniac Number One, the first the first comic book um, published by this comic book company, was selling for like a hundred forty five dollars at some places. You know, were they buying? Were people buying it? No, but it was selling for a hundred forty five dollars. Well, th- these are just uh, people that haven't have a copy, and they were just trying to sell in their backyards and what have you. So I get it, you know. Um, but wow, it's gonna be interesting to see what happens yeah, now also, with their. You, you also did tell me that they that a, a particular uh, comic book store um, was also selling Eniac for a hundred dollars. Yeah, the first behind issue. the counter. The, yeah, the, um, even though they said that they were sold out, that they were sold out. Yeah, which I found it funny. But the one thing about it was that I believe this may have been a third uh, print. Of that comic book, not but that it matters didn't they either say that way. They weren't gonna have no, what they said, prints is, like n- no, what they said, no, when they came, when Eniac number one came out, they were like they came out with a first print and something called a not second print, which doesn't make any okay. sense to me. So, they, did so they remake with, it? Does it was it a different cover? It's a different heading, 
It's a different heading. Same uh-huh. cover, different heading. But what we also don't know is if this comic book store in particular decided to hold some issues in the back and Tomato, wait after tomato. a month. I'm no, just saying, think you can't, about you it. You can't just say, well, this is not a second print, even right. though it came out second. Uh, but hey, that's what that's what the publishing company listed it as. It's I not understand that, but I, I understand that it's like the co- mm-hmm. <laughs> the com- it's like the it's like the kettle it's like the the teapot kettle um, that is black, saying that it's not white. You know? Yeah, yeah I get it's, it. It's get just it. it's just coming up with with this old mm-hmm. this whole thing when you're putting all these like uh, restrictions and stuff, and then mm-hmm. saying, "Well, no, 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 we didn't say that." Right. You know, it's uh. Well, we said this. <laughs> so, but anyway, just going going back to the company. Oh man, I don't I I, I don't know how I feel about that. On the one hand, I feel kind of bummed that um, this comic book company or publishing company will no longer publish any more comic books after this year. Uh, but who knows? Wait and see. Maybe something else is going to turn around and what have you and. Who, who knows what's going to happen. I talk it up to bullshit. That too. <laughs> that's, what it's, that's what it smells like. And it'll be interesting <laughs> to see what the value of these comics will be now. Like, because this comic book uh, publishing company will no longer exist after 2021, will that create some scarcity among these comic books and therefore bring their value up somewhat? Or down. Or down. Exactly. So we'll never know. We, we, I mean, we'll have to wait and see. Not that we'll never know, but we'll have to wait and see. But yeah, I'm, I'm kind of like in a uh, bittersweet place, I guess. You pissed. I was. You're pissed off. I am, but you know what? It doesn't really surprise me too. At the same time, because of how they were trying to really dictate the market with their books, uh, to a degree. So I'm like, eh, well, you know. I get what you're trying to do. I like I I I love the Indie comic book. Don't get me wrong. I do like the the story so far. The uh, drawing is awesome. Tankers. I put the first two issues. I haven't read them yet, but I'm sure they'll be good. Um, but it's like, geez, you only put out. You know, you're you're big. Uh, not big, but you're a publishing company, and you only put out two books. And then call it quits. Like. That's, um, but that's you know tough. we'll have that's to yeah tough. yeah we'll have to uh, wait and see what happens after that but yeah I just wanted to bring that up bad <laughs> idea such a bad idea <laughs> okay. bad idea it was a bad idea it to buy it that's probably what it was hey we'll see, we'll see. okay hey, the story is good though um that's true let's let's give with credit yeah. you know give credit with credit I do like the, the story is great yeah. And let's hope they can get their shit together, and and uh, not the story, not the people that created the story, but the I company. Know. Yeah. Let's hope they Publishing can get their company. shit together and, and you know fix uh, what, what needs, needs to be, to be fixed. fixed. Exactly. You know. Yeah. So, all right, we are moving on mm-hmm. to the next thing, mm-hmm. webtoon. Web. Oh my God. Go webtoon. ahead. Girl. We have never discussed webtoon mm-hmm. until now. Mm-hmm. I am a fan of webtoon. Yes. Now here's the thing. Webtoon. One of my favorite webtoons is coming back. Okay. Okay. She just made the announcement. Okay. And I lost my shit. Before you go, can you explain just briefly in a small whatever what a webtoon is for those? Who okay, so webtoon basically is an app that you can um, read, basically 
uh, web-based comics mm-hmm. or web-based tunes, mm-hmm. you know. Um, these are independent writers that pretty much will, will upload their work and make money mm-hmm. off of uh, coins that people can actually, if they want to get ahead, like right. read right. Uh, the story much further. Mm. Um, you don't have to wait a, you know, a week until the next you one. You can always get like a... a you know, a premiere like you know, right. five episodes in, and then and once you read those five episodes, you're gonna have to wait to the next oh, week until geez. it uploads. Right. Um, but yeah, it's it's a it's an app that you can download on your um your devices and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and you can read, it, or you can even read it on online, mm-hmm. and you can just read these webtoons, and they have so many different options, so many different variations mm-hmm. of things. They have creepy, you know, horror, romance, mm-hmm. um, uh, um, my God, uh. <laughs> Yeah. Is there like sci-fi webtoons? They have sci-fi. <laughs> okay. They have fantasy. Okay. Uh, LGBTQ. Right. You know, they have all these different um, kinds of, of webtoons there. And there are some that are drawn very simply. Mm. There's some that are drawn beautifully. Mm. Um, some that are super funny and stuff like that. So they have all these different types. And there's something for everyone. What I've noticed, too, is that a lot of these webtoons, um, at least for some here, uh, they actually have created some Korean dramas mm-hmm. off of these webtoons. Yes, like the one that we True Beauty. Saw, True Beauty, there you go. We saw uh, a couple months ago, which was really good. I yeah. was impressed. So, I when you told me it was a webtoon, I was I was really impressed. I, I was, was reading the webtoon yeah. and then when I when I heard that they were gonna come out with it, I was like, okay, well what do I do? Do I stop reading the webtoon and just start watching? <laughs> right. the, the and the, the K drama was loosely based on it because there was mm-hmm. a lot of stuff that they changed, I guess, mm-hmm. to to make it more appealing or to right. make the story move forward. Right. Um, but one of the characters that they had that they chose to uh, that that you know the person drew looks exactly like the main one of the main actors, mm-hmm. and I think she used him as reference to Probably. to draw for for True Beauty. Okay. So that was one of the webtoons I was reading. But the one of my super favorite ones is called Let's Play. Let's Play. Okay. So she just announced. She recently announced on on Instagram. Right. Um. So the author of Let's Play? Yeah, who's the author? Oh my, I can't even pronounce the name. Okay, okay. Um, but she recently announced on uh, on her Instagram that she's coming back. So she's actually going to be back July 5th. Mm. Um, and basically, just to give you a quick synopsis of what it is, is Let's Play follows the, the personal and professional adventures of Sam, a 20-something female video game developer taking an intimate and, affection, and affectionate and mm. often satirical view of the male-dominated industry. Mm-hmm. So that's the basic synopsis. What mm-hmm. I think is that it's so much more than that. Sam is trying to find herself in the professional world within her family structure as well as a woman. Mm-hmm. And figures of like anxiety, depression, low self-esteem, doubt, and issues of believing within herself um, and defending herself sometimes are a constant companion. So that's, so, that's what I feel right. um, comes in. The thing is that there are moments where you will be reading this and laughing and going through the same things that Sam, the main character, goes through because this person that writes it does such a great job and the animation mm-hmm. on it is also amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, she was actually at Comic Con maybe like two, uh, not twenty nineteen, maybe twenty eighteen. They were there, and not even at that time I wasn't reading webtoons, right. and I'm like looking for them in 2019, and, and they, they weren't come there. Back since. <laughs> she ended up going someplace else, and I was like, "Damn it!" So mm-hmm. I'm kind of hoping that she shows up at the Comic Con this year. Right. Um, 
but yeah, I just wanted to make mention of this particular webtoon, Let's Play. Mm. Um, and it's written so well that I really do hope um, there'll, there'll be like a live action. I, uh, yeah, I, I am hoping that <laughs> yeah. there is one. But right. at the same time, I don't want it to. I don't want them to mess it up because it's so well done. Uh-huh. It's just a very cute and and you know thing that she writes Sam in such a way where you'd really truly feel what where Sam is going. Mm-hmm. You know, and right. you're you're rooting for her every single step of the way. But the whole thing with Webtoon, with the Webtoon app, is that there's so many different variations of um, comics that you can read from there that you'll find something that appeals to you. Right, right. There's something for everyone. There's something for everyone. And the art is great. And, you know, you know how I always gravitate towards the art when it comes to even uh, comic books Mm. and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, my God, that's amazing. I got to get that bigger. And, And just so I'm clear, these Webtoons, you can only find them... Like online, like in other words, there's no book format for these webtoons. As I far don't as, think so. I was right. kind of hoping they have because I was looking for it as well. Mm. Um, as I mean, far as I, I know, mean, hence you, the name webtoons. Right? Well, yeah, they may end up having a Patreon where you can get these ah, things from them, right, right. from the actual artist directly, so that you know you can help them out. Right. Um, but yeah, you know, definitely webtoon is usually free mm. you don't have to purchase anything the only thing you get the only thing you will have to purchase would be coins if you want to get the episode faster right 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 that's with any game based app right right you know, if with, you want any app yeah if you want to get an extra life you know you yeah. have to pay a certain yeah. amount so you could just top up your coins like right. $20 it'll give you a certain amount mm-hmm. of coins and mm-hmm. they'll last they'll you know $20 will last you mm-hmm. um, when it comes to the coins and stuff like that so it's usually free. I mean, I follow a, a couple of different webtoons on there, you know. So I, I recommend it to anyone. You can read it on your phone, on your iPad, right. and stuff like that, even on, on your laptop. Yeah. And you'll find something. How long have you been reading this uh, particular webtoon? I, you know, this. <laughs> <laughs> I came across it because I was actually reading um, some of the, some other webtoons, um, like uh, Sub-Zero and my dear cold-blooded king Mm. um i'm also you know reading some other stuff like uh let's see i'm trying to look at the uh freaking romance Mm. um yeah there's there's just like a whole bunch of them that i have a tendency of reading and i came across let's play I kind of read the synopsis and i'm like this sounds interesting and i go in and i'm reading and reading and reading and reading there's like 127 episodes, I think, mm-hmm. and I've read almost, like, I caught up to it mm-hmm. within a day or so because I was constantly reading it. Right. And then I caught, when I caught up, I was like, damn. <laughs> so I had to wait. I had to wait, like, another week another and another week, week and another right. week. And then, they, you know, when there's the season, you know, because they actually will stop mm-hmm. uh, for the season. And then they'll start again uh, later on. I was like, no, I can't wait. I, I have to know what happens to Marshall. You know, like right. oh, this geez. is this is important. And now it's Sam and Charles. You know, those are the other characters <laughs> and stuff and like that. Jeez. So I, I, you know, it's it's really cool. I, I I definitely recommend you know let's play um, that webtoon. But if that's not your thing, because that falls underneath the romance thing, mm-hmm. if that's not your thing, they have so many different other versions of it. You know, horror, sci-fi, mm-hmm. fantasy, all that good stuff. And you know, give it a try, and mm. hopefully they'll bring web the webtoon company will will bring some of these artists to Comic Con. Hint, hint, <laughs> if you're listening, um, 
so you know they can give these wonderful artists an opportunity mm-hmm. to uh, promote even more you know okay so good let's, let's hope for that that's good <laughs> that's good that's good all right uh let's talk about some of the upcoming projects that we know that'll be taking place in the next few months years what have you okay <laughs> um so <clears throat> excuse me we just got word that jamila jamil Mm-hmm. The actress from the TV show The Good Place, who's also the ho- who also hosts the show The Misery Index with the Impractical Jokers, okay, just got word that she's actually going to be playing Titania. Now, for those of you who know what the, who she is, Titania is actually a supervillain that was actually introduced in um in about nineteen eighty four, and she happens to be the She Hulk's villain, She Hulk's arch nemesis to be exact mm. so now we know which villain She-Hulk will be playing against fighting against and what have you in her Disney Plus uh, TV series um, <clears throat> excuse me so they've already announced that she's going to be playing Titania and let's see that's also let's see the other actors involved in this show will also be Tatiana Mas- Maslany. Um, who's going to play She-Hulk, along with Mark Ruffalo, Tim Roth, who's going to play Abomination again in Tim the show. Tim Roth. Tim Roth is back. Okay. He's going to play Abomination again. And they also mentioned Ginger Gonzaga and Renee Elise Goldsberry playing in unspecified roles. So, but yeah, to see Mark Ruffalo reprise the Hulk, that would be kind of interesting for me in mm-hmm. a She-Hulk TV show. Absolutely. I think that would be kind of great. Um, and uh, we'll see. we'll see what happens with that. Also, an upcoming projects, another name that we've heard, Issa Rae, the comedian. Right. She is going to actually voice Jessica Drew, Spider Woman, in the uh, Into the Spider Verse sequel, whenever that comes out. So that's going to be really interesting to see as well. Okay. Um, it's good because now this does confirm that we are going to have a sequel for Sp- for Spider Verse. Mm-hmm. First one was phenomenal. I thought they did really did a great job. Hopefully in the second one they can just give us really more of the same, which is what I want to see, and maybe they'll even introduce other spider, spider, superhero or superhero themed characters mm-hmm. and what have you. I think that'd be really cool. So yeah, just just a couple of things that we just happen to come across in regards to projects where, I guess in this case, actresses will be uh, uh, playing in these roles. So. Can't wait to see that. Be excited to see um to see both. Wow, I'm really excited about the She-Hulk show. Though. I can't believe it. Yeah, well, I just <laughs> by you mentioning that that uh, arch nemesis, you know, mm-hmm. it kind of gives you an idea as to when it's gonna take place. I guess mm-hmm. because whenever that arch nemesis is introduced, you kind of you know understand. Yeah, we get on the price. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. and then mind you, this She-Hulk TV show is gonna be some type of maybe dramedy or com- uh, some serialized comedic show well does isn't she another one that breaks the fourth wall in the comic books yes that is true she was the first one well between her and the daredevil character she was actually the first you one. mean deadpool deadpool my god I said daredevil excuse me uh, <gasps> i just saved you yes you did thank you Sarah, I know. um <laughs> between her and deadpool she was actually the first one to break the fourth wall in her own series oh actually in the second volume but yeah um mm-hmm. you're absolutely right about that but uh, we'll see what happens. I'm really dying to see. I mean, they had they showed pictures on Instagram with Mark Ruffalo sitting like in a director's mm-hmm. chair or in a, in a casting chair, I should say. Um, you know, getting all the uh, 
the sequence and the dots and the face to do the configuration for right. the Hulk yeah. and um, and everything. So I'm, I'm, I'm I am excited. I'm, I'm getting really excited about this show. She looks like one of my favorite female Marvel characters out there. So mm-hmm. and I have like practically every volume of every She-Hulk comic book there is. Except for the first volume, but I do have the first issue <laughs> or that first volume. So yeah, they'll okay. be they'll be kind of cool. Okay. Well, I think that is pretty much it, right? All right. So, with that being said, um, please do not hesitate to send us a message on Instagram. You could DM us, give us any type of ideas in terms of what you may want us to follow or investigate or look into when it comes to mm-hmm. comic books or comic books related items mm-hmm. um hopefully i'll be able to go to the harry potter store in new york oh, and get some information for you guys or at least mm-hmm. give you an idea as to how it was to an experience it's mm-hmm. almost impossible to kind of get in there because it's like a virtual queue that you you can scan that thing at seven o'clock in the morning and not get in until six yes so in the evening in the evening <laughs> exactly yeah. so i'm gonna try my best to try to get in there and uh because i'm a huge harry potter fan so i must yes. it, it, it's you know i must that's your pilgrimage yes yep. um the next one will be a universal i guess but uh yeah you know there's stuff that i want to check out there and stuff like that so hopefully i can bring you some kind of video or footage from the location so Mm -hmm. you guys can see how beautiful it is is in there i already started getting some information from them Mm -hmm. so oh yeah please send us a message um you can follow us at 527 underground on instagram and also at 527 underground on facebook Facebook. and uh yeah i think that's pretty much it that's it So, everyone, have a good one. Have a good evening, guys, and thanks again.